What's up, guys? It's Neil Dashwood here, and you're listening to I See Things a Little Differently. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the new year. Welcome to our, what, third year annual prediction show? Uh, yeah, I think it's the third year we've been doing it, for, going into our fourth year. Because we started this, yeah, this is going into our fourth year, because we started in, we started back up in August of 2020. And now we'll be going on four years and going stronger than ever. The Wednesday show, the Monday show, hope you guys had a great, blessed holiday season. I'm back, and at first I was going to record this episode with the... Uh, the 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 year's end paper or the the world's end pay per view, and I said this should be its own thing, because it it just I have time to explain everything and honestly I'm recording this before I'm recording this a while I won't give you guys when but I'm recording it before, and I just have a feeling that the world's end pay per view is gonna be very noteworthy, and I'm actually hoping that too I'm sniffing the hoping for AEW because WWE is on a roll, and. I love all wrestling. Whether I keep up with Impact or not, I love Impact, TNA, whatever the fuck you want to call it, New Japan. I love all wrestling. I want everyone, as long as wrestling's hot, I, I, I'm here for it, you know? And so, um, I just said, man, this just feels better just doing it on its own, you know? Plus, I just came from back from the store. You know the one character who I have not seen? And I, I got a dope-ass birthday gift last year. It was the Wheeler Yuta um, Blood and Guts figure, which I wanted, which actually was on sale. It went from 35 to 24 bucks. And I also got the uh, acclaimed action figures with uh, Billy Gunn, which is the one I want as well. So that one's not going to be out until, I think, the end of January. But I went to the store... And I've yet to see an Ilya Dragunov figure in stores that I've just never seen it, not even one time. So I might have to go on Ringside Collectibles to do that. But I was in the store, uh, just, let me tell you something. Someone asked me before, why do you still toy hunt? Why do you just not get everything from Ringside Collectibles? One is nothing like just being able to see the figure in stores and grab it. And also, I'm not necessarily toy hunting anymore. Like, toy hunts, I'm on, the toy hunts I did during COVID were crazy. I drove all around Colorado uh, during that time. I mean, I drove from Westminster to Colorado Springs to anyone who knows Colorado that listens to this show, you know. I drove all the way a fuck around because I was that bored. Nothing else was going on, you know, and you couldn't be out at night, you know. Like, I, I, I remember they weren't as strict in Colorado um, in the part that I lived in, which was the suburbs. But I heard about certain parts like in the roar, like if you're driving out like one, two in the morning, like they would stop you. You had to have like a little thing on your car to say, explain why you were out. Um, I never encountered that. I was only out two or three times uh, you know, with different chicks. But like, um, yeah, I just didn't have that issue. But um, those were toy hunts. That was boredom. I don't actually, I, I can't say I toy hunt anymore. I do, if I'm in Target and I'm looking for, I don't know, toilet paper or whatever. Yeah, of course I stop in the toy section. You know, or Walmart or whatever. Yeah, of course. And so I was in Target and I was picking up toiletries. I said, oh, let me go to the toy section. Sure enough, I see a Carmelo Hayes. Of course I want Carmelo Hayes in my um, collection. Pretty dope. And this one actually has EO Sky in it. Dominic Mysterio, Scott Steiner, Braun Strowman, Johnny Gargano. 
I don't think I have an elite Johnny Gargano. I know I have a a, a series Gargano. Um, I, and I couldn't. I, they had Eo Sky there. I believe I have an Eo Sky though. You know, I know I have a Kyrie saying. I believe I have. I do have an Eo Sky. So I didn't pick her up. But I got the Carmelo Hayes, which actually looks pretty badass. Got the sunglasses. Does not have a championship, which is kind of disappointing. Uh, even though they have him listed as a former NXT champion, NXT North American champion. But um, I also saw Dominic Mysterio. And I think this is one of the most badass figures that they've ever done, actually, if I'm being real with you guys. Uh, this It looks just like him. Got the, uh, the hairstyle going. Um, did you guys also see that McFarlane Toys is now going to combine with... Uh, who was it with? With Jesus Christ, um, Hasbro. I uh, saw so, that's so pretty cool for them. But this is pretty, yeah, this is pretty badass. These two figures are two of the best in the line that I've ever seen. Um, but yeah, I, I was happy to add these to my collection. Uh, I don't think I get any, I might get Scott Steiner if I see him. But I don't, because I don't think I have a Scott Steiner action figure. And see, someone asked about the Rick Steiner thing. I'm one of those people, I can uh, separate the art from the, the person. Like, example, I can listen to Michael Jackson all day. I love Michael Jackson music. You can't tell me anything bad about Michael Jackson, the artist. Now, what he may or may not have done in his personal life, I... Now, we come to R. Kelly, I was never a big R. Kelly fan. So, I'm not saying... I'm, I can't even say I'm taking a stand. Because if something R. Kelly comes on, I probably won't leave it on. If I'm being real... I want, like, one song, one song from R. Kelly in his entire... And he's had thousands of songs this dude was a this dude some would say at one point in time was the king of r&b some people might still say that right only one song i've ever liked of his that i love of his it's called your body's calling me your body's calling for i love that record um but i was never an r kelly fan so i i can't say i'm taking a stand you know um, but I can separate the art from the artist. Like, I can still watch Chris Benoit. You guys know this because I've done Match of the Month with Chris Benoit. I can do that, you know. But I get if you can't, you know. But I'm not going to act like I'm super self-righteous when I know if a Michael Jackson song come on, I'm probably going to hit my Spotify and go through a Michael Jackson fucking playlist. You know, so. But anyways, that's out the way. I just want to talk about the new grabs. grabs, And I'm, 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 I'm super excited to get into this year's predictions. So... As you guys know, and for anyone new, and when I say my list, a lot, I will tell you if it's in the order of anything, nine times out of ten, it's not. It's just the way I wrote it when I, just with the thought that came on my side, oh, one, two, whatever, but it's in no specific order. So we're going to get to it, okay, guys? Number one, first prediction for the new year, Swerve Strickland will be the AEW World Heavyweight Champion at some point in 2024. I don't care if it's a transitional champion. I hope not. Uh, I don't care if it's uh, money to make cash in. I know AEW doesn't do that, but just you, you get one. My point is, at some point in time, he will be a recognized AEW World Heavyweight Champion. And look, think and think about this journey. Just think about this journey. So he comes in. He's coming with a ton of hype. He came in on a pay per view. And then he ended up teaming with Keith Lee. They surprised the world when they won those tag team titles. They had a great tag team title run. They had a match of the year candidate with the acclaimed. Ended up dropping those belts. Then they were then they were feuding. 
leave that there. And then he put together the mogul, the mogul, the mogul embassy. And at first, it was rocky at first because they had two. I don't remember. I think Parker Bordeaux and another uh, white gentleman in the, in there, which they did nothing with, and he was off TV for a little bit. Then they put Prince Nana with him, Brian Cage with him, uh, the Gates of Agony with him. Uh, after Tully Blanchard left, uh, under weird circumstances, I still don't quite understand what happened there, but whatever. Um, and then, all of a sudden, he's just... They, they, once they put this guy on television, they never took him off. And you couldn't. This guy was in the coffin match with Christian Cage, Darby Allin, Sting. This dude was... He, so, he was at, so he was at Wembley. This dude has, you know, defeated Hangman Adam Page two times in a row. He's in the Continental Classic. Now, mind you, as I'm recording this... The Continental Classic is not over. So I don't know who's won this. So let me make that perfectly clear. But I said this after he won that death match. I said this guy should be and will be an AEW World's Heavyweight Champion. And I'm standing by that in 2024. Number two, CM Punk will main event night one of WrestleMania. This is not a big stretch. Let's be real here. But he will lose Seth Rollins. He will not get the Cody Rhodes treatment. If you look at that first um, that that first promo, that was a bend the knee to the company. After everything you said, after everything you've done, you joined the enemy. You made the enemy get stronger. Some would say he probably made them weaker too, for being real here. But he made them stronger, and now you had to come back because you had no choice. Here's the difference between Cody Rhodes and, and CM Punk. Let's be real here. All cards on the table. Cody Rhodes had options. Cody Rhodes could have re-signed with AEW. He didn't have the right story there. He, refi- he had too much power there. Remember when I told you guys some people with power, it just doesn't work? Cody Rhodes with power was too giving. CM Punk was too taking. And I stand by that. And I'm a fan of both. But look at Cody. <coughs> he said this himself. He refused to go dark. That was his call. It wasn't a Tony Khan call. Way bad call that is. And I'm tearing out. Cody fits in WWE because when it's time for him to go dark, he's going to need to go fucking dark. I get it. Some people like him, they have the Bret Hart thing where they don't like going dark. They they have always fit these fans, these make-a-wish people they do, blah, blah. I understand it. I've said this before. I don't know if I said this recently on this particular show, but I know I said this on the uh, on the last iteration of this podcast. I the only version of Bret Hart I loved is Heel Bret Hart. Like I literally went to get Bret Hart's autograph based off of his 1996-1997 run. Everything else he's done has been wonderful. It's been great. Good for him. The fans love him. He's a global icon. But when he's talking shit about America, I loved it. I love to heal Bret Hart. Cody Rhodes, we never seen Cody Rhodes as a superstar that he is now, the megastar that he is now, as a heel. We've never seen it. But with him wearing the suits, some people think he comes off as pretentious. I can see what Jericho did in 2008. I can see a Nick Bockwinkle. Oh my gosh. I can see all those things as a great heel. And I'm telling you right now, he will be a great heel, but he's now he's under the WWE branch, and he will be he will return to AEW 
someday when he's when 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 it's when when it's when it's ever he's done and he's just floating around right on legends deals or whatever but we've never seen him like as a heel and the fans and i here's the thing cody won't need to turn heel the fans will turn on him once he finishes the story the fans will turn on him trust me this is a story i've seen too many times the difference between cody and cm punk is cody Went, made a bigger deal. He had the he had plenty of options. Punk had an impact option, and they could have probably paid him a good amount of money. But Triple H once said in a promo, a pipe bomb in a forest where no one's around doesn't affect anybody. No disrespect to TNA. Yes, it would have made some news, but TNA doesn't even have a proper distributor for television. I don't even know what channel they're on. I, anytime people tell me to watch something on YouTube, I watch the person that actually, I actually, <laughs> I find ways to watch it. <laughs> Let's just say that. But I actually don't have access to their, to, to their network. I don't have cable. So I don't have access to their network. So it would have been a pipe bomb in the forest. So anyways, he, what Seth Rollins did for Cody was different. Losing to him three straight times. Cody was different. CM Punk will have to bend the knee this first year. He will get his WrestleMania main event. He will lose. Number three, Damian Priest. Senior Money in the Bank will cash in his Money in the Bank briefcase and win the World Heavyweight Championship. He will be a World Heavyweight Champion in 2024. I truly believe that. I don't think it will be any shenanigans that will cost him. I believe shenanigans will cost him the title. But I don't believe shenanigans will cost him the briefcase. He will still get a token run with that. It, it reminds me of what they did with Edge in 2006, the first Money in the Bank winner. Remember, Edge's first run with the WWE Championship lasted three weeks. He won it at New Year's Revolution, or New Year's, wherever, wherever the fuck it's called. Um, and he lost it the following month at the, paper, the, the February pay-per-view. I think it was No Way Out. Because Mick Foley was a special referee, and he blamed Mick Foley for that, which led to his feud with Mick Foley going in to WrestleMania. I see this being the same thing with Damian Priest. Damian Priest will win it. He will get the, the, the World Heavyweight Championship, but he will lose it due to shenanigans. Number four, Mercedes Monet will re-sign with WWE. But beginning of the year, first six months, she will be a women's champion. The AEW Women's Champion. She will hold that title before re-signing with the WWE. Number five. This one's not really a big-time prediction, but go with me. Will Ospreay will win the AEW World Heavyweight title in 2024 at Wembley. Number six. Cody will finish his story. And I just said this. He will get booed immediately after the fans will be with him for maybe one month after his run but he will get to his wwe championship moment number seven probably the most important free agent in new japan history kazuka okada i know i said that wrong i'll try my best sorry someone's gonna stick with okada he will sign with AEW. he will maintain his residence in japan and he will be able to still have that working relationship with New Japan. He will be an official signee of AEW. 
Number eight, Ricky Starks will sign with the WWE. I've said this before. Once once he starts, once notifications got out, word got out that he, uh, his contract's up next year. If you notice, he's been trademarking all this stuff. His name, his sayings, everything. He's been doing all of that. There's a reason he's doing it. He wants to own all this shit. Before he goes to WWE. So that way. If he has a bad spirit for WWE. He can leave and still own all of his shit. He is not going there stupid. He Think about this. Cody Rhodes is one of his best friends. Jericho's there. So Jericho is one of the masters at trademarking his shit. Before WWE. And not allowing WWE to trademark a lot of his stuff. He's not dumb. He has, he has the resources. And he has the smarts to do it. But he is as good as gone. Nothing they can do, even though even with this renewed push of him win, winning the Owen and being being a tag team champion now, he is as good as gone. Number nine, WWE Raw will go to a streaming service. I don't know what streamer they have. I'm a, honestly, what might be you know what would be interesting is that they went to Amazon because Amazon's put a lot of money into their football packages, and so I'm believing that that could be one of those things that. You know, they could probably expand their horizons with WWE. So, I think that'd be interesting. But I, th- I have Raw being, being streaming server on a streaming service. And look here, they could try it for two or three years and get back on the network. Raw is not going anywhere. So we'll see how that goes. And number ten, number ten, AEW will finally get a friendly raise with their new, um, with their new deal with, with uh, Warner Brothers. And they will be put on Max, not for streaming Dynamite, but their catalog will be put on Max. Max is all in. They have a new, um, they have a 10-minute, uh, excuse me, they have a, a new, uh, what's it called, what's it called, what's it called? They have different tiers. And so one is an ad, because I just got a notification from my, my uh, provider, my cell phone provider. And they were saying how they offer like Netflix and Max for 10 bucks now, and it's but it has ads on it. Which is a hell of a deal. You know, I, I, I would, well, I've had Netflix for so long, I wouldn't change my Netflix just to get that Netflix. I, um, I use my sister's ne- uh, Max. So, like, there's no need for me to pay 10 bucks for it. But I can see with all these moves, and Max has been, quite frankly, disappointing. With all the things they have at their disposal, they've been really disappointing. But, um, but no, I think they're going to get a friendly bump up. I think Warner Brothers is going to triple down on them. And uh, I, I, I see better days for AEW for sure. So there it is. There are my 10 predictions. Tell me what you think in the Q&A on Spotify. Like five stars. Keep the show five stars. Um, and let's get it. Let's get to a new year. That flame, keep, keep that flame up. So I am this little chemical. This is I see things a little differently. And I am out.